It's January and cold outside, at least in Minnesota, where I live. So I've decided you and I are going to ring in the new year with my top four spiciest episodes from season one. You know how I love my post-divorce out-of-the-box topics like kink and solo play and how to be a boss in the bedroom after divorce. So listen in every Wednesday this month and turn up the heat with me. Then join me for season two of Sadie's Divorced and Happy in February, where every episode will include burning questions, even spicier conversations, and tips to happiness. Divorce isn't the end, it is just the beginning to your delicious act two and a time to reclaim your happiness. So grab a hot drink and invite your friends to join in. I look forward to connecting with you on Sadie's Divorced and Happy. You and I are going to have so much fun talking about real, not reality TV show, but real hometown visits. Early into dating after my divorce, I decided I was going to do dating differently now in my 40s. I decided I wasn't wanting or needing a relationship, a traditional relationship, and I just wanted to meet people, have fun, keep it breezy, keep it light. So I decided, why not cast my net wider? So I started talking to guys from all over the country, and I also took myself on a few solo adventures right after my divorce. I went to Chicago, I went to New York, and I had some fun dates there. I, you know, maybe stacked a few fun dates. I just discovered that this was a good path for me, keeping things light, fun, and breezy with men. Shortly into my new way of dating, a guy that I was talking to from Denver, he lived in Denver, asked if he could come and visit me. And initially, I was a bit perplexed by his question because we had maybe two phone conversations. We hadn't even video chatted. And, you know, like, you want to get on a plane, pay for a hotel, and and visit me. He's like, yeah, I want to get to know you. Well, this was such a fun new concept, men coming to visit me. But, you know, I was in that space, open for adventure, new experiences. So sure, why not? And that began one of my favorite new adventures post-divorce, real hometown visits. Since that hometown back in, I think it was February of 2019, I've either hosted a hometown or been a guest probably about 15, 15 times, maybe more. <laughs> Feel free to judge me, by the way. Just keep it really juicy. And I want to share what I've learned so that you can have the most delicious, fun, positive, real hometown visit of your own. Real hometown visits are like having a boyfriend for a weekend. He comes, you feed him, you have fun, and then he goes. It works for me. Try it. You might like it. So on this episode today, I'm going to tell you everything I've learned when it comes to hosting, being a guest, who pays, who plans, the importance of having a plan B, of course, invitations to the bedroom room and the best mindset to have around a real hometown visit. That's very important. So who hosts? If a man wants to meet me, my rule is he comes to me first. And if things go well, then it's possible that I will visit him. But he will come to me first if he really wants to meet me. If he wants to meet me, he will do that. I've learned. If he doesn't really want to meet me, he's not going to come. And then it's a wash. But if a man wants to meet you, he will get on a plane. He will pay for a hotel. He will make it happen. So have him come to you first. That's my opinion. That's my experience. So my rule is he can come visit me. I'm happy to have him in my city. St. Paul is a lovely city. It's very charming. Even in the winter, it's pretty. And 
I love hosting. I love to bake. I love to cook. I love to show off my city. If you want to go to Wisconsin and tip over there and have a drink, and actually like to do that, by the way, I'll be the hostess for the mostest. I will take you to Wisconsin. I will make it happen. If you're a man listening and you're wanting to host a hometown date, I want you to really lean in and hear me when I say this now. If you're a man and you're going to host a woman, you need to feed her. You need to feed her. A good host asks his guests what she likes to eat. I, as a woman, I like eating. I eat three squares a day along with snacks. I'm a fan of food. I also like drinking more than just water, but please at least have water. If you're a guy and you're going to host a woman, you've got to feed her. Your fridge has to have more than ketchup in it or butter. I'm just saying. So ask her what she likes to eat. It'll be a very thoughtful gesture. It'll win you some points. Also in general, you know, just clean your home, maybe clean your car. I mean, I have a messy car, but I try and tidy it up a little bit before a hometown visit. It's just more welcoming. So clean your home, fill your fridge. Also, it's important if you're hosting a real hometown visit, you need to ask your guests what he or she likes to do because she might not want to watch a boxing or golf marathon on television. She might, but she might not. So you must plan the fun. If you don't want to plan the fun, no hosting for you. Hosts are fun planners. End of story. You need some ideas. So ideas for hosting activities. Think about activities that fill time where you don't have to constantly be talking. Nobody wants to talk all the time. I'm a big extrovert. I don't want to talk to you all the time. I don't. So when I have a guest, I try to create activities that we can do together where we don't have to talk the whole time. Sporting events. Sporting events are always a winner. You can go to them. You can participate in them. Museums, plays, movies, live music, a trip to the Mall of America. I know. There's even rides there. It's fun. And my personal favorite, drag shows. You will never go wrong by taking a woman to a drag show. And guys like them too. Drag shows are happy places. So just think of things that you can do together that are fun activities where you don't have to talk all the time. Keeps things lighthearted, takes the pressure off. Plus it makes it fun and memorable, which is what you want your real hometown experience to be. If you're the guest, you must at least, I think, you must at least offer to buy a meal or pay for gas. Because if I'm hosting you, if you're flying in and that's on your dime, I as the host, I'm going to make sure that you're fed well, you're entertained. I'm going to pay for a lot of that because I'm the host. But it is thoughtful and I think necessary for you to at least offer to buy a meal or two or pay for some gas. So just file that away. Your guest can decline your offer, but you've offered and that's there's points for that. So offer to pay for things. If you don't want to offer to pay for things, no being a guest for you. No being a guest for you. It's just good etiquette as a guest to offer. Now, regardless if you're the host or the guest, stay off your phone as much as possible. Do not be texting other women when you're staying with a woman. That's just so rude. That's not going to win you points. So stay off your phone. You're there to get to know her or you're there to get to know him. You can talk to all of your other lovers later. Just in that moment, be with that person, be off the phone. Now, if you have kids, then explain, I need to text my kids or I need to text someone for work. But more than that, just be off your phone unless you're creating an exit strategy. Then definitely be on your phone. And we'll talk about that in a minute. If you don't feel like you're a great conversationalist and you're going to be hosting or you're going to be a guest, I say buy a book or bring a book of questions. Men have done this several times when they've come to visit me. And questions, I tell you, are a turn on for the ladies. If you can ask a woman stimulating questions, it's going to really benefit you. You will be rewarded by your 
efforts. Trust me on this. Bring the book of questions if you don't feel like you can carry on conversation for a weekend. It's a great tool. I shared earlier that I'm an extrovert, but maybe you're an introvert and you really like your downtime. You want to have your downtime to watch some football or you want to have your downtime to, you know, write in your journal, whatever that is. No problem. Just share that before the real hometown visit. Set the expectation. Just say, I need to chill. I like to chill and this is how I need to chill. I need to watch my football or I need to go for a walk by myself or I need to do some yoga. I just need a little downtime. No problem. We all need to chill from time to time. So that's no problem. If you have to work during your real hometown visit, again, just share. I have to work during the weekend. I'm going to try and do it at this time when it works out for you as well. Just be courteous. Just share. Just set that expectation. Again, preferably before the trip. Expectations. I've said that word already a few times. Everyone has some sort of expectation around a real hometown visit. It's just a fact. Maybe it's the expectation to have fun. Maybe it's to see some new things or just get to know another person on a deeper level. Maybe it's to have really hot sex. Whatever it is, talk about the expectations before the hometown. You can simply say, when I come see you, I really want to do this, or I really hope we can do this, or I'm really excited to learn this about you, or I find you really attractive and I want to connect with you in many ways. You can, you know, we can read between the lines. Just set the expectations. If you're the host, you can also ask your guest, what do you want to experience? What are you hoping to get out of this trip? What would you like? What would make you happy on this trip? I share this because it's easy to assume why someone is coming to visit you when really that person just wants to get out of town or he just wants to have a weekend of sex or he just wants to visit Minnesota or Wisconsin. They have great cheese and beer in Wisconsin. I can see why guys like going there. I've learned that when a man says he's looking for an adventure or a pleasure trip or to make some fun memories, he's probably not looking to date me in a traditional sense, as in not looking for a long-term dating situation. And that's okay. I'm, I'm all about pleasure and adventure and happy memories. But what's happened sometimes in the past, early into my real hometown visits, when I was still green as grass and learning, I assumed that if a guy was willing to come and buy an airfare ticket and pay for a hotel and pay for dinner. I, I just assumed that he must really like me. Yeah, the pregnant pause was for a reason. I've learned. I'm just going to be completely honest. I've learned through my, you know, 15 plus hometown visits. This is not always the case. So take a note from me. Just discuss your expectations before, because as you and I know, things don't always go as we expect them to, and you can save yourself some confusion and hurt. And this is also why you must have a plan B. If you're a guy, have a plan B. If you're a gal, have a plan B. Another green as grass experience. When I took my first trip to see a guy, he was going to be the host. I was going to be the guest. I assumed he would treat me like I would treat my guests. Not the case. Interestingly, prior to my trip to see him, he was very pleasant when we talked and he seemed very normal. But when I got to his house, he didn't have any food. He expected me to buy the food, then cook the food and even, yes, paint his walls. He had a house project for me. It was officially a nightmare. I, I didn't stay. I had to get out stat. And what I did is I didn't tell him I was leaving. I called an Uber. And when the Uber was about a minute away from his house, I said, I'm going. Goodbye. Never see you again. Got on a train, went to my friend's house in Chicago and made the most of my weekend in the Windy City. But it was intense and it was an exhausting experience and it was disappointing. I share this with you. If things get weird, if she turns out to be a wackadoo 
or he is expecting you to do things that you you don't really want to be doing. You just need to get out of the situation. You take your Uber, you have your plan B, you go get the hotel, you leave early just to get out of the situation. And I also recommend a little safety tip, regardless if you're a man or woman listening, that you tell a friend or two or three where you're going, obviously who you're with, give all the contact information along with photographs, social media, all of that. It's just a smart safety tip. Okay, it got a little intense there, so I'm going to lighten it up and I'm going to bring up the juicy topic you've been waiting for, sex and real hometown visits. Mm. All right, even if you invite someone into your home, it does not mean you have to have sex with him or her. And if she accepts your invitation to stay with you, he or she may not want to have sex with you either. Shocking, but true. So I highly recommend you have a conversation prior to the real hometown visit, preferably prior to anyone buying an airfare ticket or reserving a hotel, because it's fair to say if someone is spending money to come and visit you, he or she likely wants to have sex with you. Not all the time, but most of the time, it's fair to say it. If you don't want to have sex with your guest or you're not sure, then you need to say, I think you need to say it before they come. It's just awkward in the moment. So do it before, do it before. You can simply say, you know, I really find you attractive. I like our connection. Sex is a possibility. I just don't want it to be an expectation. I call it having the adulting chat. Let's adult. Let's keep it real. We're in midlife. We've had plenty of sex. We can have this conversation with another grown up before they come and visit us or before we go to visit them. And, you know, it can lead to some fun. It also, it's a great time to discuss sexual histories, you know, safe sex, kinky sex, all the delicious fun sex topics. You can just have this adulting conversation prior to the visit. Maybe the attraction is is high on both sides. And, you know, you just really want to sex it up the whole weekend. You might discover that when you have the adulting chat. And again, if you want to do that for the whole weekend, I say have fun. No judgment on my end, trust me. But just have the sex conversation before the visit. Ideally, again, before the airfare is purchased. And, you know, keep it light and breezy. Sex is fun. Let's talk about it in a lighthearted way. Just get it off the table. Have fun with it. Now, Aren't you ready for your very own spicy, playful, adventuresome, real hometown visit? Mm -mm. I say go and plan one or two or three or 15. I mean, you're divorced. It's time to have fun. Some carefree adventure. Explore new places like Wisconsin. Meet new people from different parts of the country. Maybe it will lead to something more. Maybe it will teach you something about yourself. I know personally, I've learned a lot about myself after hosting so many real hometown visits or traveling to see men. Maybe, you know, again, maybe it'll just be a happy memory or maybe it'll be a great story that you tell your grandkids when you're 80 and they'll think you're the coolest grandparent ever. But definitely do it, do it, do it, do it. Have a real hometown visit and then tell me all about it because I love, as you can tell from this episode today, I love to talk about real hometown visits. I hope you enjoy today's episode, one of the spiciest episodes of season one of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. You can find all of my episodes on my website at divorcedandhappy.net or on any podcast platform. Be sure to also follow, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. If you enjoyed today's episode or if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, I would love it if you would consider buying me a cup of coffee. It's easy. Just go to buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie and you can buy me a cup or two online. And I thank you for your support. 
And be sure to join me for season two of Sadie's Divorced and Happy in February, where every episode will include burning questions, even spicier conversations and tips to happiness. I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Until then, you take good care.